0: Welcome to the Destiny Leaders Podcast, where we are dedicated to developing the leader in you.
1: Well, hello everyone. Uh, this is Landon Galloway. Welcome to the Destiny Leaders Podcast. I'm here today with Pastor Jason Warman of Coast Life Church in Venice, Florida, and uh, Pastor Jason and I are going to talk to you a little bit about how God can redeem your mistakes in ministry and in leadership. Uh, We often think about God using our miracles, but we'll see today that God not only uses our miracles, but he also can use our mistake. So, Pastor Jason, just to kind of set the background here, we're going to look at the story of Abraham and Isaac and Ishmael. And um, most of us listening to the podcast are quite familiar with the story. Abraham's promised a child when he's 75. Uh, Whenever he is getting older and older and older and and the promise doesn't happen, he begins to doubt God. So he comes up with one plan, and that's to adopt Eliezer, his servant, and make him. And God said no. And then Sarah comes up with this brilliant plan for Abraham to go into and lay and sleep with her slave Hagar. Right. And uh, and although everyone else in the whole world who has ever read the story can go, that is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not surprising that Abraham would say yes, right? <laughs> no, it's not. Not surprising. Not surprising. But. Uh, On a somewhat more serious note, I think it does show us that often whenever we are frustrated, Mm -hmm. we make decisions, and everyone else around us can go, God, that's so stupid. (laughs) That's not going to work out. But because we're in the season of frustration, we're not able to see how, how it is. We're not able to see the blind spot. And I know I've been there in leadership before, and you've been there in leadership before, I'm sure, where everyone else around us and go, Oh man, you're gonna you're gonna trust that person in that position. Yeah. But you're just in season, the season of frustration and Right and, and so so Abraham does that, he he's in the season, he, he goes in, immediately it turns into a terrible thing. As soon as it happens, Sarah gets mad and you know, now there's all this conflict. Well, Ishmael's born and then uh, several years later, about fourteen years later, Isaac comes along as promised. And so if we pick up the story in Genesis chapter twenty one we'll see that uh, Ishmael uh, is there and Isaac is being weaned. Uh, He's probably two, three, four, something like that. So Ishmael's an older teen. He's there at the ceremony. And we're told that he is mocking Isaac. So what I see here is that even though God did a miracle, the mistake that Abraham made was still present. And sometimes our mistakes and our miracles live under the same roof. <laughs> like, yeah, like, that's so true. God's doing something, but we can't see what God's doing or or enjoy what God is doing because we're still stuck in all that we've done. So the 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 miracles here, but the mistake is still present. Yeah. So Abraham does what you know what he has to do uh, based on Sarah's command, and he throws Hagar out and throws the throws the mistake out. And how I've heard it preached, and I and in some ways there's there's a nugget of truth here that you know your mistake and your miracle can't coexist. That you've got to drive Make the mistake up, away, right. enjoy the miracle. You got to drive the you know drive the past away, throw it away, and just. But here's the problem with that is that um, Abraham made a mistake, but Ishmael was not a mistake. Yeah, that's so good. People are never mistakes. Right. So if if you are alive, if you're listening to this, whether your parents planned you or didn't plan you, whether you had a loving family, whether you never knew your biological parents, don't have a family, it doesn't matter. You were not a mistake. People are never, ever a mistake. The prophet Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you and and had a purpose for you in mind. People are never a mistake. So we are interpreting the story wrong if we think, well, Ishmael was a mistake, and if only Abraham hadn't done that, then things would have been better that Abraham made a mistake, but God still had a purpose for Ishmael. Right. So after they're thrown into the wilderness, Hagar is there with, with Ishmael. And uh, there's a little detail in the story that's hard for me to get over. It says, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. Remember, Abraham's a very wealthy man. And this is his own son kicking him out into the wilderness. And he's like, okay. Oh, Here's like some nabs <laughs> and a bottle of water. You know, like, that's how he treats him. And so he throws him in the desert. They're there. They they get lost. They're wandering around. The water in the skin was gone. She puts the boy under one of the bushes. It says, Then she went off and sat down about a bow shot away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. And she sat there and began to sigh. Then verse 17, God heard the boy crying. and And it's overwhelming to me this verse is because if you follow the grand narrative of the scripture you know Abraham begets Isaac Isaac begets Jacob Jacob has the 12 tribes of Israel from the 12 tribes of Israel comes the kingdom that the rest of the old testament is based off of and then Jesus comes and he's the true Israel so really whenever Ishmael is kicked out he his story is done like he right. he played his role he played his part he was the mistake, you know, quote-unquote, that uh, I just did air quotes that you can't see. Um, he, he, he you know, he was just a mistake, and now it's over. But yet, he's not part of the story anymore, but he's still part of God's story. There's something that God just does, that, that he loves the outcast. He, yeah. he loves the brokenhearted. He just can't help himself but to go to the underdog. And so Ishmael, his story is done, but really God still has a... Purpose for him, so we read this. He heard the boy crying. And the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Isaac, the promised son, the son that Abraham and Sarah were promised by God would be the father of nations, yes. but so will Ishmael. Right. So what God can do through the miracle, he will also do through the quote-unquote mistake. And I think what I've learned in my life and in my leadership is that sometimes I'm in a season of miracles at God's blessing, but then sometimes I just make mistakes and blunders, and God still chooses to make something great out of that. Right. And And that's the mercy and grace of God is that even in my seasons of mistakes, when I'm not killing it, when I'm not at the top of my game, whenever things aren't going so well, God still looks at that and goes, I, I can do something with right. that. Right. You know, one of the things I think we forget is just the
0: redemptive nature of God. Right. That, um, that whenever something goes wrong, it, that's, never the, that's never the final end of the, of the story. You know, He works all things together for good for those that love God. When we right. think of those of like bad things happening to us, right? But it's not just about the seasons in our life where external things are going wrong. Like there really is a, a a redemptive God that wants to take even our mistakes and rewrite the narrative of our life to include that mistake, but to give it something that it takes us to an ultimate end. That shows the glory of God. Right. And I, you know, just having, I I would share an illustration, but I've never made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) There's a, you know, in fact, I'm I'm walking through even something like in in this current season, and I'm not even going to share exactly what it is. But my mind, what I'm walking through right now, my mind is already going back to a person that I trusted, Mm-hmm. that I shouldn't have trusted. Right. And remembering that season. And in some ways, it could have been, it could have been potentially devastating, but yet God's grace came in and started to work on my heart about about trust, about relationships, about where I am as a person. And so it's incredible to step in a season like this, and there's this, there's this wisdom and this grace that God's been able to, invest into my life, that if I hadn't made the mistake, I I wouldn't be able to be in the position where I'm at right now to extend grace to some some things that are going on and to just walk through. It's it's incredible to see God's redemptive purpose. Right.
1: And that you have the Isaac seasons and miracles, and you have the Ishmael seasons and mistakes, but they still both fit into God's purpose for your life and your plan. Um, And so not only does he send the father of the nations, but then he he keeps going, and he says, uh, he's talking about Hagar, and, um, and it says, God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. So just to reiterate the point, if you think into the next chapter, chapter 22, the very famous story of Abraham being asked to offer Isaac on the altar. Right. They get to the top of the mountain. Abraham's got the dagger over. And then the same word in the Hebrews used that God opened his eyes to wow. see a ram in the thicket. Wow. <laughs> so right at Isaac's point of death. God opens his eyes and sees provision. Right at Ishmael's point of death, God opens her eyes to see the provision. So they both were provided for. They both had this equal right to to life. And I, I know that the lamb, the ram in the thicket it represents, you know, Jesus being sacrificed in our stead. He is right. a sacrifice, the sacrificial lamb. But I think here in the desert, we see Ishmael also points forward to Jesus, who is the spring of living water, wow. which will thirst and never drink yeah, again. Yeah. So they both preview the grace wow. of God that's, so that's offered through Jesus Christ, the mistake and the miracle both. And then finally, uh, it's not just that he had a, a promise on his life and not just that he had water for the moment. Uh, and those two things are prom- are, are very important because you're you'll be a father of many nations. Okay. Well, he's thirsty right now, so yeah. I think it's a good leader. Another good leadership principle we learned is that people don't always just need to see the potential f- far away. It's like, what do we do right now? Like, okay, you say God has a plan for my life, but my marriage is falling apart right now. Right. So, right. what do I do about like not not ten years from now, not fifteen years, not the grand scope of history? I need some provision for today. And many people that are coming into our churches are coming with that mentality. We don't need to keep this pie in the sky. God's got a purpose. God's got a plan. Always way out in the distance. Right. So so God didn't just keep it there. Like, yeah, he's has the father of nations. Don't worry about it. He actually provided some sustenance and some water for right That's now, so for today. And then he goes on to say this. Um, he says, uh, uh, God was with the boy as he grew up. So God's presence was with the quote-unquote mistake. He lived in the desert and became an archer. So he was given purpose. And while he was living in the desert of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from Egypt. So just like Abraham cared enough to send an envoy all the way back to the land of Ur to get um, Rebekah for Isaac, Ishmael's mother fulfilled that role, that role and went back to her homeland yeah. and got a wife for Ishmael. Right. So Ishmael was given a career. He was given a family. But most importantly, we're told that God was with him, Yeah, was given purpose. So the mistake... The miracle, they're all used by God, all loved by God. And so I see this in applying in two ways. First of all, we all make mistakes. We all do things that we should. But in the eyes of God, the mistakes aren't really even mistakes. Ishmael was not a mistake. Right. Abraham made a mistake, but yet in the grand scheme, whenever God rewrites history, Ishmael becomes a person with a promise with a destiny deserving of the provision and the grace and the presence of God. Uh, so even if you've made a mistake, know that that mistake doesn't have to be a mistake from the eyes of God. And sometimes we commit little sins, and sometimes we commit sins with a capital S. <laughs> you know? And you're like, man, how's God going to make... But You just have to trust that God is able to rewrite history so that your mistake is not really even a mistake. Yeah. And then secondly, I think we have to acknowledge the fact that That Ishmael got a really really bum deal here. Like he lived with his dad for 14 years, loved had seemed to have a good relationship. If you go back earlier in the story, God asked or Abraham asked God, "Can't you just bless Ishmael instead?" Ishmael, yeah. So Abraham had a love for him, and now all of a sudden, the new child is born. He's kicked to the curb, left left for dead by the father who thought loved him. But God looked at him and said, "Look." You're not a mistake. Your dad made a mistake. Yeah. And there are many people, many people listening to this podcast where you look, you weren't born on the right side of track of right. the tracks. You know, you didn't have the opportunities that other people have. Maybe you're a leader and you're looking at other churches that have grown faster or, and, and you have this like, well, like I just don't have the inbuilt advantages that other people do. I'm not a good preacher. I'm not as, I don't have the it factor. I don't have the, right. but just know that you're not a mistake. <laughs> That God still has a plan and a purpose for you, whether you had a good deal or a bad deal, you know, whether you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth or like one of those plastic sporks from Taco <laughs> Bell, you know, like, right? So whatever, whatever you have, God can still use that, and ultimately, we'll still have a plan, a purpose, provision, and Absolutely. a presence. Yeah, I think it, it just—it's an incredible lesson on
0: the grace of God, right? Um, and I think so many times we live in fear of being a mistake or making a mistake, and it robs us actually of the potential we have in our lives. I think of the parable of the talents, you know, five talent, two talent, one talent that has been entrusted. Uh, five talent guy produces five more, two talent guy produces two more. But the one talent guy buries his potential and his God opportunity in the sin, in the sand of uh, right. fear of failure. Right. Make, I, if, I, if I try to do something with this, I'm going to make a mistake. And the incredible thing that happens there is the portrait of God in that parable is not a very loving or grace-filled God. Right. And it just kind of always built into me this idea that there's grace for the things you do, but there's not a lot of grace for the things that you don't do. Wow, that's so good. Like <laughs> Like so don't live under the fear of making a mistake. We ser- like it's offensive to God not to use his grace. And I'm not saying that Abraham, you know, should have knowingly made that mistake right. or we should knowingly make right. the mistake. But also we shouldn't live in the fear of failure because there's just too much in the word of God that a righteous man may fall seven times. But what right. makes him righteous is that he just gets up an eighth time.
1: Right. And the overwhelming grace of God because like you said, you couldn't go back and Abraham absolutely did the wrong thing. Yeah, absolutely. But it still works out, and it still worked into God's plan. And um, I know there have been times where I've absolutely done the wrong thing and did something that I shouldn't have done. But if I hadn't done that, then other things in my life that that are good wouldn't have happened either. And so there's no way to really figure that out. I think Paul kind of gets there at (laughs) at that section of Romans where he's talking about like, You know, if the Jews hadn't rejected, then the Gentiles wouldn't have came in. So maybe it was good. Maybe it was bad. (laughs) Maybe they'll all be saved. They will be saved. And then he just goes, "Oh, the heights, the depths (laughs) of of the you know." Like just begins to praise God because there are some things in life that we just can't figure out that leads us to worship because we can't really explain it. Yeah. So we have to just say, "Okay, God, I don't know how that worked, but thank you." Thank you. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Pastor Jason, thanks for being with us today. Loved it. Yeah, had a had a great time. And to all the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you soon.
0: Thank you for listening to the Destiny Leaders Podcast. If this episode has inspired you in any way, we'd love for you to take a moment and subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like a copy of today's notes, visit destinyleaders.com forward slash show notes. You can also sign up to have new episodes delivered straight to your inbox when they are released. Join us next time as we continue to develop the leader in you.